on the Billiken Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome to the Billiken Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Life is for living. Let's partner for all of it. Learn more at edwardjones.com. Now, the Billiken Basketball Radio Show. are back and it's been a long time but we're back at field house 510 north teresa and uh feels like coming home it's good to be back absolutely feeling a little bit more like normal it, it really does uh and coach uh everybody's dragging a little bit of course through the month month of february that's sort of the daily deal <laughs> with the billikens with this schedule but everybody's back today and you guys uh even did some work today with the club yeah you know it was uh a late night last night. Uh, we didn't get back to campus until oh, about 2 a.m. I think the bus pulled up to the uh, to the arena at 2 a.m. So you know, most of these guys, you know, and the coaches, players probably didn't get back to their apartment or homes till 2:30 or Jeez. so. Time you get your luggage and time to get everything. But it's uh, it was it was a long, long night. But it's always better when uh, when you get a win. Yeah, there's no question about that, uh, of course. And uh, talking about that, and we're going to have a couple of guests here in just a little while, but just as a teaser, the guys get home, and they're in bed by 2.30, but not the managers. No, the, uh, it's Manager's Appreciation Week, and uh, we've got two of our best, uh, two of the all-time greats, and uh, they'll be joining us here shortly. But, yeah, uh, you know, when you start talking about managers, our, our program doesn't run without these guys. Oh, no doubt. I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's our day-to-day is ran by these guys. They keep everything going and such extremely uh, important people within the program. And uh, we really, really appreciate them. They do such a great job and uh, they're fun to be around. And so we'll talk, we'll talk to those guys in just a little bit. Hey, before a big game last night, tremendous road win, 80-74, to 70th win of the year. Uh, a lot of numbers fell. Yuri Collins, you know, took, we knew he was going to get there with all the assist records and a, a lot of good stuff. And so I want to get into that. We got a ton of highlights. But first, um, uh, a note, I was going to say a personal note, but it seems like everybody that um, Henry Owens touched uh, has the greatest and fondest memories. Uh, SLU Department of Public Safety for 13 years. Uh, Officer Owens was uh, uh, was just such a marvelous person that um, you felt like he was there to take care of you every time you were around him. And he treated everyone with such respect and joy and uh, just a marvelous human being. And we're really saddened by his passing. Yeah, extremely. It's uh, when I got the phone call, it was really tough. We were in Rhode Island uh, when I got the call. And, uh, you know, uh, Henry is somebody who kind of befriended me, um, you know, when I first got here. And, um, you know, me, my family, uh, you know, he's one of the first people everybody sees when they come to the games. Yes. Uh, developed a really cool relationship with my mom and dad. My dad would bring him M&M's every game and uh, the, the peanut M&M's and he would give them to Henry and he would always laugh about it and he would take care of them. And, you know, uh, in, a, in, in, in my business, you know, uh, you, hear, you, hear, you hear some good, but you always hear the bad when things aren't going well. You hear it from everybody, but he always had a, something positive always. to say and a smile and just a great heart. 
He's one of these guys that I guarantee you can't find anybody to say no. anything negative about him. I can't and imagine. He is uh, uh, desperately missed, and uh, you know our campus is uh, is, uh, is 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 sad right now. And uh, you can just feel his presence not there. And uh, I shared it with our team uh, at Rhode Island uh, the night before the game, and because they are all close with him. Sure. He, he, he was so, so nice to those guys and took care of those guys and always had, again, a, just a, a, a positive comment to them. And uh, they, they, they were down. They took it hard. Uh, but, you know, he's one of the first guys you'd ever see when you come around Chaffetz Arena around campus. And, you know, uh, just uh, going to be, like I said, yeah. miss. We're just thinking you, of his family. You know, and, and finally, it's funny you mentioned your parents and Heather and – uh, that relationship, but that's how he made every my wife too. Yeah, he, I, I, you know, I get to the game a few hours earlier. Miss Ramsey coming, you know, and, yeah. and he's he wanted to make sure and make sure she was happy and taken care of, and and that's how he treated everybody. Yeah, yeah, and that and those things are more important to, to me. You yep. know, yep, how you treat my, you know, my wife. That's you know, or my mom and dad, and you know, uh, those things are things you, you're really grateful for, and that. Uh, you know, really mean a lot um, because that's genuine. That's genuine. And uh, he, uh, yeah, I called my wife. She took it really, really hard yeah, when I too. called her and told mine her. And too. then my mom and dad when I called them. And um, they yep. took it really hard. And actually my dad called me today and was just asking, you know, have I heard anything else? What, what can know, we everything. do? Yeah. And uh, just, uh, um, so you know, great, great man. Absolutely, Mr. Henry Owens, uh, uh, clearly and, and really important part of Team Blue, and he will absolutely be missed. Um, so you told the guys on the road, and then we got a game to play. It's a business trip, and uh, yeah, you guys got after it. Um, uh, it what a, what a, just kind of an overview, kind of a strange game. We always talk about basketball being a game of runs, but these were extreme runs by both teams. Yeah, you know, Earl touched on it last night, but it's a tough place to play. It's not an easy play. Mm-hmm. They get good support there. It's always been a tough place to play. They have a lot of talent. Uh, they'd already beaten Davidson, you know, there at their place, and we all know how good Davidson is. And, uh, you know, we uh, – and their their numbers say they were one of the better defensive, or not? Maybe their numbers say they're the best defensive team yeah. in the league. Uh, and we got off to a slow start. Didn't get off to a great start offensively. Really, just kind of, as I said, plotting our way through it a little bit. And uh, they kind of jumped up on us and uh, got, I think, up ten double yeah, digits, a couple of threes right away. And we started changing defenses. And changing defenses actually got us our defensive stops. And then, the, believe it or not, I've done this. This has happened many times before. When you start changing defenses, especially when you go zone, zone can open up fast breaks because it forces longer shots. And then longer shots rebound long, which allows you to get out and run a little bit more. And that's what happened. It changed the, it changed the momentum of the game. And uh, we used – a couple different uh, half-court zones that we've been working on uh, to try to just change up defenses. And I thought it was big after digging ourselves a hole to be able to go up at halftime. Fred makes a big shot at the buzzer to end the half. Great pass by Yuri. Um, and we just really ended the half on, an ex- on a real positive note. So we were feeling 
really good about ourselves going at halftime after not feeling so good the first eight to ten minutes of the half. Yeah, in the first half, <clears throat> excuse me, in the first half, Rhode Island, they went on a uh, they went on a seven zero run, got up by ten, and then the Billikens started climbing back and started a run of their own. You were down thirty two to twenty, and went on a run and and uh, got the lead by four. Thanks to this one from Gibson Jimerson. Rebound, ball side, Hargrove fires it up the floor. Has Jimerson layup good? Touchdown! <laughs> Eighty-five foot pass, Hargrove to Collins to Jimerson. Yeah, and that's that's the way you love seeing the ball move. No dribbles. Yeah, and that's something we've you know we've been trying to get Gibson a few more shots. Um, you know. Uh, he needs to, uh, you know, I think he only got eight shots up the game before that at Richmond, so we needed to get him more shots, and I think everybody was uh, aware of that within our whole team. It can't just be Yuri getting assists, but right. we need everybody finding right. uh, Gibson and everybody, you know, sharing the ball. Uh, but, yeah, when, uh, when we're, as we tell our players, when we're making plays for each other, that's when we're at our best. When everybody's, and there's a lot of ways to make a play. Everybody thinks I'm just talking about an assist. No, I'm talking about screening, passing, cutting, moving. That's ways to help your teammates. And uh, when we're doing those things uh, with a purpose, with a, you know, with a purpose, then uh, good things usually happen to us. So the Billikens were down 10 with 7.02 left in the first half. They came roaring back, and this bucket from Fred Thatch ended at the buzzer at a 19 to three run. Here we go. Here comes the screen. Another screen. Collins on a drive and a kick. That's right wing three. Bang! Judge Fred drains the tray off the right wing and they go to the locker room with a six point lead. Fred Thatch Jr. Well, my wife says, why are you calling Judge Fred? I go, because if you don't watch it, he's going to punish you. No, that's a good one. I he, hadn't heard that one. The, he, that's the, pretty good. The judge hands out the punishment, right? I like that. I like that one. I'm going to start calling Fred Judge from this point on. <laughs> judge. So at, so at halftime, you're ahead 39 to 33. I mean, that was as good a run. So now you come back in the second half, and um, you'd stretch the lead out a little bit. I think the biggest lead was 15, and then sure enough, Rhode Island starts coming back. But it was uh, – Nesbitt, Janez, who had this uh, big play to keep your 11-point lead. Dumped down Thatch, layup, missed it. Probably shouldn't have got it. Loose ball tip. It's Nesbitt to the hole. Whistle foul. Oh, my. Janez. I thought he was going to lay it in off the glass, but he caught a double pump and slammed it in there. A jump stop, double pump dunk. Jordan Nesbitt, oh, my. I, you know... uh, I really thought, like Earl, he was going to, you know, come in baseline or whatever and make one of his moves. But he just, I guess, well, he'd missed a dunk earlier yeah. in the half. Yeah. And I think he, I think, uh, you know how he is. And, and kids are competitive. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll show you what I can do. Yeah, no question. He's as competitive as anybody. And, um, you know, you talk about we, uh, you know, we came out second half, played well early. Yeah. Played really well. Yeah. And, uh, and then – you know, as we have a tendency to do at times, uh, the other team starts coming back on us. for, And we kind of showed our team today reasons we believe they're coming back on us a little bit and we got to get it corrected. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it, it was plays like the missed dunk and missed 
offensive rebounds and things like that. But, uh, you know, what I, it's, it's hard on the road when you have a big lead and you lose the lead at, uh, when you're on the road. You, it's, the other team usually is able to go on. So our tour team, we showed a lot of character. We have lost some leads, yes, uh, but we showed a lot of character to be able to, to get the lead, uh, get it back, and to finish the game out. And uh, plays like that, you know, the dunk um, was a big play. And the, 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 the play was done by uh, DeAndre Jones, who tipped the ball to Jordan. and made just It was an incredible tip ball. Um, but there was a lot of little plays made uh, like that that were that were the difference. So as the Billikens tried to kind of it looked like you had a chance to put this thing away, and this one gave you the lead, not late, but it made it 58-43. Thomas brings it back for Rhode Island. Dump inside, stolen away. Jimerson took it away from Mitchell. Now Jones brings it back. Great help out on the weak side. Okay. Now Jimerson sidestep three off the wing. Oh, Bang, got it. He steals it. He hits it. That was right in front of us, I believe. Uh, yeah, he, he made a couple threes. Uh, yeah. One off an offensive rebound and kick out. Uh, that one after he made a great defensive play underneath the basket. Yep. A really good defensive play, great rotation. Um, but Yeah, it was good to see him be aggressive offensively, especially from the three-point line. I think he's been passing up some shots to, you know, because, you know, he's aware, everybody's aware they are going to run at him. And sometimes you can overthink it a little bit. Just, you know – he doesn't need much time to get them off. So the more shots he gets, the better off we'll be. So the Bills, though, they were ahead 58-43 and then end up you're behind 67-66. And so before we get to those highlights at the end of the game, which was thrilling, the, uh, is it too, too much chalk talk to talk about the things you see on film that why, why teams are coming back? Well, no, I mean, there's no you, – you can't just put your thumb on it. Uh, and, and, and there's not just one or two things. Yeah. I think it's a, a, lot of, a lot of things that we can control. Some things you can't. Some things are just kind of the way they are for certain reasons. But it, it's come – we miss a block out here or two or we have a couple of really bad offensive possessions or um, it just seems to spiral on us a little bit and we've got to – we got to do a better job of uh, when we when things it's called time and score when things aren't going our way yes. being able to just g- gather ourselves here a little bit uh, and not try to get it all back when things don't you know when things aren't going well we have a tendency to try to I don't want to it's not panic we just try to get it all back very very quickly yeah the home you know? run pass the home run yeah. shot whatever so the Bills are down sixty seven sixty six and part of the come uh, part of the win. Clearly was Fred Thatch, including this play. Out on the perimeter, Collins wants some movement as a coral way off the block. Tries to back Mitchell down. Tough order, got in deep. Double team comes. Drop step, window no. Rebound, Fred Thatch, layup. Yes, Fred Thatch, big time. Unbelievable. And all that traffic, and he doesn't care. No, and that, you know, that was in some serious traffic. Yes. Some, you know, Rhode Island is huge uh, inside. You know, six nine, six nine, big physical bodies, and uh, you know, Fred. Fred doesn't make excuses. Uh, he just uh, puts his hard hat on and goes to work and figures it out. He's got such, you know, uh, he, he's a physical player. He doesn't mind being physical. He's athletic, 
He plays hard. But the biggest thing, he just he, – there's no excuses. And he, uh, you know, he, he rather than stand and watch the game, he wants to be in the middle of it. And he's played really well. So now the game goes back and forth. Uh, the Billikens are up by two. So it's a one-possession game as the clock's going down. And Fred Thatch is there again. Now around the horn to the left side for Collins. Ten on the shot clock. Yuri around two screens to the elbow. Back for Thatch for three. Bang, he got it! Fred Thatch Jr. Yeah, and uh, a beautiful play. And uh, right at the head of the key, right on. Good look. Yeah, I thought that was the shot. Uh, when that went in, I thought we were in pretty good shape. Uh, never for sure, but uh, it was a big shot. And uh, we, we went back and still got another stop. So it was it, 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 it big, big shot. Yeah, so it's a two-possession game. You get another stop, and then I'll explain why this is a funny play after. But um, here was the one that I think everybody wished we could. Okay, that's the ball game on this play. Collins dribbles at the center line. Looks for an opening. Waiting, waiting. Puts it on the floor. Beats his man. Hard to the hole. Eurostep. Kick to the corner. Desmond Jantai. A no-look trailing pass to Jadez for the dunk. So there was, a, there was a, a, a stutter in there because somebody walked right in front of me. I didn't see the play. Yeah. You jumped right in front of me. It was, it was me. So, so I was faking it. Yeah. That was, I, because... I saw Yuri do this on the pass, and it happened so quick. And just as he passed, you stepped, and the next uh, Earl's reacting, and then I see Jaynez hanging <laughs> on the rim. It's just the way, and it happened. So even if I every now and then I'll stand up so I can see. I feel I try not to do that because there's people behind you, you know. But that happened so fast. What yeah. a great play! Yeah, it's a great, uh, great pass. Yeah, but great cut too by by uh, Jay Naz. Great cut to the rim. Made the right play, and um, you know we've been talking to our players. We need to start moving without the ball and cutting when somebody drives. And uh, it was good. Uh, great, great pass. Great finish. So the Billikens win it eighty to seventy four, and it has not been easy to win at Rhode Island. And you know, uh, I know sometimes. People who cover the game like style points. And, and you know, so, uh, somebody said, I guess a win is a win. You guess. Yeah. Some people just love you. can read some people. There's just negativity. It's just, it's just crazy. Like they want to focus on we lost the lead. You know? <laughs> to win on – it's so that hard. Just they says, just yeah. don't understand how hard hey, it is. We, I'm glad we got a win. Period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you say, oh, well, great teams. Well, Kansas just lost at TC. I mean, it's amazing TCU, to me, and it's all but people the, want to focus. Yeah, the top you got six a choice teams. in life to either think positive or you got to hey, let's just hey, we won the game, got a great road win. Let's go home. We had some players play really well. It's exciting, and uh, yeah, you know, well, I, I'm I'm still looking for that perfect game. I'm still right. looking for it. Yeah, the other teams <laughs> out there trying to. Anyway, real quick oh, over those gosh. numbers, and we'll move on. Gibson Jimerson had 22 points. He was terrific, and of course. Fred, the player of the game, with the double-double, uh, the 13 rebounds to go with it. You know, Jay Nez with 11, Yuri with 10. Yuri now, with his nine assists, has the record for single game ever for a Billiken, season for a Billiken, career for a Billiken. Uh, no more conversation. Who's the best? Yeah. <laughs> he, kind of, a, he salted that away. No, no question. You know, uh, having a heck of a year and uh, – there's no question that, you know, I think he's one of the best in the country without no question. No doubt. Uh, without question and wouldn't trade him from anybody. Nope. And, uh, 
You know, he brings it every single night, and everybody's game plan is to try to slow him down and stop him, and he knows that. We all know it. Uh, and he still goes out and he performs on both ends of the court. Not only does everybody knows he leads us on offense, but we also put him on the best player usually on the other team. So uh, Five steals. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's a special, special player for yeah, sure. Yeah, he really is. And quick history before we break. So he, he, he passed up Jim Roeder. And uh, Jim, uh, uh, St. Louis kid, went to the Smet, was a great pass-first point guard. He just great. And he, he kind of – he was a veteran who brought in uh, uh, with Gray and Douglas and then Bonner as a freshman right. and kind of – he was the guy distributing and running that show, and it was a marvelous show. He was really, really good. And, of course, passing up guys like H. Waldman, who during the Spoonball era was a dynamic, yeah. dynamic point guard from Las Vegas and, and uh, transferred from UNLV. And he, he, so it's not just that you're on top. But the company you keep yeah, no and doubt. went by kind of gives it more. Absolutely. Those are great names, great yeah. players. And, um, you know, Yuri definitely goes in that yeah, category. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Let's take a break. Hey, by the way, um, we've got some – one of our great fans came by and offered two tickets for the VCU game. All you have to do is to come into Fieldhouse, come up to where Coach and I are sitting, and say you love Judge Fred, and we got two tickets for you for the VCU game – on Saturday. We've got to fill up the building. It is senior day. It is a showdown with VCU, and we need to, uh, we need to fill up the building. So we've got two tickets to give away uh, if you come on in. When we come back, we've got some special guests and more. It's the Billiken Coaches Show from Fieldhouse, 510 North Teresa, right here on X. Welcome back to Fieldhouse. Remember, I got tickets to give away. All you got to do is come in and say you love Judge Fred. And you got two tickets for the 3 o'clock game on Saturday game. We got to sell this place out and make it a, a wild and crazy atmosphere, intense as the Billikens host VCU in a real showdown to wrap up the regular season. Well, Coach, two special guests. We talked about them uh, a little bit a few minutes ago. Um, two senior managers. That means so much to the program, uh, Dave Seamer and Steve Ocampo, and they. Uh, uh, well, let me just say this first, and then you you introduce them more appropriately. But yeah. I'm telling anybody in business, if you have a college, if you know a college basketball manager, probably any sport, really, yeah. a manager, you need to hire them. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your business is, you need to hire a manager. There's no question about it. These guys are the salt of the earth. Yeah, no question about it. Both these guys are just superstars. I mean, you know, we we mentioned it earlier. Our 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 program does not run. A practice doesn't run. We don't travel. We don't do you know nothing can get done without these guys. And they are total, totally committed to you know making our program the best it can be, from the coaches to the players to whatever it is. Uh, you know, they don't get all the limelight. Their names aren't in the papers and things like that. But they're just, and I say it all the time, my coaches here, and I probably don't tell these guys, they're just as important as I am. I mean, these things don't happen. Uh, you know, our, nothing happens without these guys. And they, the commitment, the time commitment they put in it, the work ethic they put into it is second to none. Um, and it's not just that. These guys are, they know what they're doing. I mean, they're efficient in what they do. They have great relationship with the players, the coaches, 
all those things matter. All those things, that, you know, add up. And, uh, you know, we're just really, really fortunate. We're extremely lucky to have these guys a part of our team. Steve, let me start with you. Um, both you guys are seniors. Um, have you thought about Saturday, last home game, or is, there too, is it too busy? You guys got too much work to do. Yeah, definitely thinking about it. Pull this up a little. There you go. Uh, definitely think about it. Um, kind of sad, sentimental. Last game, me and David looked at each other and said, second last, second last game, how are we feeling? A little sad-eyed, but there's work to be done and um, not too yeah. much time to feel sad about it. But Steve, where are you from? I'm from St. Louis. Where would you go to high school? Slough High. Slough High. Mm-hmm. So Billiken for life, junior bills and then the big bills. Yep. Well done. And Dave, you're a senior as well. You guys have been running the show for a long time. And as seniors, there's a lot of responsibility with that. Um, and it's something you guys learn to accept. It's part of the deal. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, it takes a lot to lead all the guys, um, kind of drag all of them along. We got some in the house right now that uh, just trying to get everybody to be on the same page and um, just communicate and uh, really work efficiently as our own team to help the, the team and the staff. So, uh, yeah. You know what I, what I like about that? And for those who don't understand, the managers, it's not just you two guys. And then it's underclassmen that come in that want to be managers, and you mold them. It's really a team within a team. Is yeah, that we right? We have a couple other ones. Mike, Mike and Isaac are here, and these guys do a great job. You know, I mentioned, you know, these guys travel with us yeah. to, to Rhode Island, but we got back at 2 a.m., and I don't know how many other managers were waiting on the bus at 2 a.m. to help unload. I mean, it, it, as you mentioned, it, does, it doesn't end <laughs> at 2 a.m., but um, we got a special group. I, 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 this is my what, 25th year, whatever it is. This is a really special group of guys. So talk, but, uh, but, but, but Dave, talk a little bit about that. And, Steve, you too about um, you bring guys in, you got to have the time to show them the ropes because there's a lot to do. And then the pride in your job and, and Team Blue, talk about how you try to get that across and how important it is. Uh, it definitely came from the guys older than us, uh, the past seniors and stuff, just kind of teaching us the ways and um, just kind of being on us the entire time of like, all right, this is how we do things. Like, this is how coach likes it. This is how the team likes it. Like, this is just how we set things up and go from there. And so just learning from them then and then teaching the younger guys. And it's really helped us to know some of the younger guys before they even have the Uh chance to be managers. So to kind of recruit them a little bit or whatever you want to say to to come be managers with us. And uh, it definitely brings a special bond. The uh, and where, Where are you from? I'm from St. Louis as well. I went to CBC. You went to CBC. So St. Louis guys. And and uh, what's your major? Accounting and finance. You got a job yet? Yep, I'm going to work for KPMG next fall. In, wow. Uh, yep, technology assurance associate. Yeah. Very nice. And, and Steve, what about you? You got a job yet? Uh, I do not. I'm actually I'm going to law school next um, fall. Fantastic. Good for you, man. That's great. Are you going to go to SLU Law or somewhere else? Uh, still to be decided. I'm still waiting on some acceptances, possible rejections, um, but... That's life, though. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get him in here. Absolutely. We're going to let him get away. <laughs> we're yeah. going to keep him around. That's, that's exactly right. Well, you, you're going to be great. You're, you're going to be yeah. a success. That'll be awesome. Wherever, if it's Slew or somewhere else, you'll be, you'll be terrific. So talk about, this is your chance. Talk about Coach Ford and wins and losses. Be nice. Wins and losses and how 
how competitive he is, but I see that kind of go through the whole program. You take his lead, it matters. That competitiveness matters, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it definitely goes throughout the entire team, including us managers. Um, even like losses, you can see just how down and in the dumps we are too, just from that competitive spirit, I guess, throughout the entire team. Even our friends know it's like after a bad game, just don't really want to talk to us <laughs> or anything. We're down in the dumps, but good and bad. Uh, Coach Ford's always in there. I feel like being a manager, you kind of see like, what's not on the TV and stuff yep. and just seeing like the type of great guy and good role model T for it is. And some of the, some of the detail work, part of it is to make sure everything is exactly Dave, the way coach wants it. Like I noticed coming out drinks go here and they're set up in the right place. Just those little details, oh, yeah. but details matter. Yeah, no, they definitely do. I mean, yeah, down to the, the ginger ale and the immunate and <laughs> pour the ginger ale into the Billiken cup and make sure that it's all there for game time and make sure it's all ready. And, um, just, yeah, even pregame, all the stuff, getting his room ready and uh, so that, yeah, we can be ready for game time. And it's that uh, competitive spirit that he brings that we've been around all week. Like, if I were to say basketball is my life, I can't even say that next to, <laughs> sitting next to him because, like, I'm there a decent amount, but compared to him, I'm not there at all. He's there way more, and it's just the competitive spirit that he brings. So is that a, a new drink concoction for, his, for game day? Yeah, he, he started it this year. It was, it was kind of random. He just gave me a case of these um, <laughs> immunades, and he was like, hey, if you don't mind, put, put one of these in the fridge for me. Oh, okay. Okay. And then he wanted it at game time, and then from there on out, every single time. <laughs> Got to be set the right way. Yep. Well, you know, Earl kind of used to have the deal, but it was a little bit different. We'd have a bottle of water between where Earl and I sit, and it would put, put his initials on there because that's the one to throw. <laughs> you remember that, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fair game. Every, everything's fa everything is fair game. That's exactly right. So, Steve, what is the, what's the hardest part of the job? Is it the hours? Uh, yeah, probably the hours. Um, what people don't know about being a manager is just like the time commitment that it yeah. brings. Um, we're there for every practice, every game, um, behind the scenes do like gear work or anything that coaches need. Um, whether that just be a simple task or preparing gear for the team, panning out clothes, shoes, all that stuff. Uh -oh. the, uh, and and, and uh, Dave, so, so what, if, if that's the hardest part in the time and the, all that extra detail work, what's the most rewarding thing for you? Um, I mean, just the games, the wins, really. Yeah. Uh, it's so much fun just to be able to bring a win back to our friends, like, like Steve was talking about, and just being able to enjoy and celebrate with everybody. And, uh, yeah, definitely the wins. So um, what, uh, you know, you talk about friends and, and knowing the game and being, or trying to learn the game and be around it. Think either of you will coach even your kids someday? Have you ever thought about that? Um, it's definitely a thing I think about. I don't know about high level going on but, but, but maybe just for your kids, kids cyc yeah um and just being around a program like coach ford here just pick up some things and maybe one day they'll see a little flow action <laughs> up from the man right flow here. action say hey that's nice <laughs> yeah. i like that so um you know it is funny after games and uh the bus and uh the bus was kind of exciting after that uh george mason double overtime <laughs> win Every, we were all a little fired up. That was pretty good. Those are the, those are the moments, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. No, those are the moments you live for. Yuri Collins' overtime, overtime thriller right there. <laughs> and that video of everybody running around on that side of the court, that's, that, that's something I know everybody will cherish for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
that's, and that's a big part of this. You know, these guys, you touched on it earlier, they're going to be highly successful in whatever they do. And, you know, through all my years, uh, you know, had a lot of different managers, and it's always interesting why guys do it. Some, you know, want to do it because they, want it. they might be, want to become a coach someday to be around it. Some people want to do it because they love the game. Some people do it because they love the school, they love the program, uh, love basketball. There's different reasons. But the common denominator is they're, they're gaining valuable experience, incredible memories, um, and, you know, relationships for a lifetime. And there's just a, it's a lot of hard work. But, uh, you know, I think we all get a lot out of this, a lot out of it. And let me say this, and, and, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up with you guys. But obviously, well, especially being at St. Louis U, you, you got brains. Yeah. You got the aforementioned work ethic. But I think the other thing that will make them great employees and great successes mm-hmm. is the selflessness and the work for the team and for everybody else. Absolutely. I mean, that's what this is all about, and they're – you know, uh, a prime example of that. They, you know, being total team members and uh, everybody trying to make each other better. And we all have a job to do. We all have a role to do. We all have a role to play. Uh, you know, when you're a member of Team Blue, you know, everybody's got a role to play. But the common denominator, we're trying to make it the best it can be. And these guys deliver every single day. Uh, and you talk about, yeah, I, I'm a pretty routine guy. Uh, pretty detailed, and these guys are right on point on everything that they do. So, um, Dave, uh, you know, saw you guys when we packed for a long trip to Mexico, but flip flop, <laughs> flip flops, and board shorts. You know, that's not going to cut it at the conference tournament. Are you guys ready for <laughs> ready for five six days there? Oh yeah, I oh, can't right. wait for the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of the year. That is the best part of the year, gentlemen. Thank you for all you do, and thanks for being on the show tonight. Really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks guys. Thank we'll take a break. Uh, David, David Seamer and Steve Ocampo, and uh, just marvelous, marvelous parts of Team Blue. We'll take a break, come back with more with Travis Ford right here from Fieldhouse. Don't go away on Camo X. Welcome back to Fieldhouse, north side of campus. Oh, Stone's Throw from the Fox Theater. Great spot here on North Teresa. Come by and see us. The weather is getting great. Those garage doors will be going up soon. What an awesome place. Lunchtimes, evenings, televisions. You can't look in any direction without seeing TVs with sports on. Fieldhouse is great. Food's tremendous. What would you have tonight, Coach? I, I just had the buffalo shrimp. Buffalo. Always good. Yep. And I went with the uh, chicken chili, which was delightful. Well, We've mentioned it a couple of times, VCU, VCU coming up. They're second place in the Atlantic 10. They had some tough injuries early in the year, and they have found a way to overcome them, and they are playing some really terrific basketball. Yeah, won eight in a row, uh, or 10 out of the last 11 or whatever it is, but eight in a row for sure. Uh, really impressive on film, really impressive. Uh, a veteran team, more or less, uh, you know, uh, Got some really, really good point guard who had a good game on us last year. Ace Baldwin had a mm-hmm. really big game on us last year. He's playing at a high level. Uh, Vince Williams, their starting four-man, can really, really shoot it, really score. You know, leads them in about everything. Scoring, uh, rebounds. Uh, he's second in assists. I mean, he's uh, really, really good. Um Big kid inside was on the draft board this time last year. Ward was on, is, is, is on the draft board. 
Um, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're really, really very good. Great defensively. Going to press you. Going to pick do you they, up. Folklore. Do they do it kind of like Shaka did, or is it a little bit different? It's it's similar, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of similarities to it, um, and that's kind of who they decided yeah. they want to be. So. Yeah. Uh, Mike Rose just done a terrific job at VCU. He was an assistant there under Shaka, and Mike does a, a great, great job. Um, but kids play hard, physical team. Uh, you know, really good in transition. Uh, yeah, there's, I, you know, I watched you know watching film on them. You you see why they've won so many games. You know, it, it's. Uh, and this sounds, uh, I don't want to uh, sound like it's coming from the, the uh, publicity department, but, you know, when you talk about team attitude, and you and I have talked about identity over this season. You know, you can say, well, we play hard defense and we want to get after it and all those kinds of things. But when it's part of that culture and has been for years and those players understand that and accept it, uh, it it's different. Yeah, and it's kind of been the same, you know, uh, from Shaka on down. Will Wade was there, and, and Mike, and uh, it's similar similar styles because it's all kind of learned under Shaka a little bit, uh, I guess. But uh, and they say yeah, this is who we are. It is, yeah. And VCU's got great, great, great tradition, obviously, and uh, you know they sell out every game, things like that. And they've been winning for a long time, and. Uh, yeah, so and, and this year's no different. Just a really hard-playing, aggressive uh, basketball team. So, you know, we talked about the schedule in February. You finally got another day between games, but now you've got, you know, just two days again before this, this last big game. So how are you playing the schedule with a tired bunch today and tomorrow? Yeah, well, you know, this time of year, you know, any day after a, a game, uh, we don't – do a whole lot, uh, especially when you get back at 2 a.m. You know, guys are still tired. Uh, they need to get a good night's rest tonight for sure. It's something we always try to concentrate on. You know, two, two nights before the game are very, very important tonight and tomorrow night, uh, getting their rest. But uh, everything is just mental today. You know, we obviously watched some film on VCU, and we, we covered last night's game first. That's the first thing we did. We covered that, watched a little bit of film on that, some things we – Things we need to learn from and get better at and some things we did well. Um, and then we just jumped into VCU and uh, watched some film on those guys, went out on the court, walked through a few things that uh, we want to try to accomplish and just kind of get them mentally ready to go. And then uh, we'll, we'll practice harder tomorrow. Go, uh, tell me how you break down film with the players because I think it's interesting. I think sometimes folks – uh, think, hey, you made this mistake, you made that mistake, but you do the positive as well. I've seen it. Here, here are things we did great. We need to continue that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and we talk to our players uh, every year, starting the season. You know, after we we watch a lot of film on preseason practice, things like that. But once we start games, especially in the year, we tell our guys there's going to be more negatives than probably positives. But as the season goes along, when we watch film, we need to start seeing. The positives highly outweighing the negatives. We need to have a lot more. And hopefully by this time of year, you know, it's majority positives. Yeah. That's when you have a really, really, really good team. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, we all, you always want to reinforce what you're doing well. And then as we like to put it, these are things, you know, uh, we don't say negatives or things that we're doing bad. It's things that we need to work on. Get these better. Are, these are – 
you know, uh, learning less things that we need to learn and get better at. And, uh, um, you know, there was some rebounding things last night we didn't do well. Some things in transition defense we didn't do well that we, <laughs> we better do well before Saturday. We better learn from it really quick. The, um, and talk about, because uh, I know there was a little frustration, but, and I know um, about getting the offense clicking. You and I had talked about that. The offense was really working. Missed some layups. I mean, you could have you could add 90. You could add, but, but the offense was getting you the shots, and that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's where, where, where are we taking the shots? And, you know, you're gonna, you know, you want to take more open threes. When you get, start getting near the paint, they're going to be a little more challenged, but you've got to put them in the, hole, uh, in, in the bucket. And, um, you, know, we, we've, you know, we struggled uh, to score, obviously, in the second half of the Richmond game. And we've had a few issues, but for the most part, I think we may be leading the league in scoring. We do, I yeah. Think we're first in the league, maybe. That's um, right. And, you know, and I think what's done that is we've had off nights where we haven't made threes, uh, maybe didn't shoot free throws extremely well, but we still go out and get 75, 80 points. I mean, that's, that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. That's but, right. But that's we've right. got, obviously, some great, great point guard who gets everybody shots and guys that can make shots. And we've got some guys inside that can, you know, make some, you know, plays with their back to the basket, which is – you know, you don't see that a lot nowadays. So we, we, we think we can be good, but when our offense starts to struggle, it's usually because uh, of certain things we, we know that, we are, that we're doing. And uh, if we can catch it and correct it and get back on track, then we have a chance to score. I'll, I'll, let me make my observation, <laughs> and that is make sure you're playing for your teammates. Don't get selfish and don't stand around. Move the ball. Is that that's layman's terms? Yeah, I wouldn't, Maybe. I wouldn't even call it selfishness. I just think some at times we have, you know, and, and nobody in particular tries to do things on their own, or, yeah. you know, and want to do it for the team. And, um, you know, we, we're just not, as, as I said earlier, making plays for each other. We've got to make plays. Everybody's got to make plays for each other. Screening, passing, cutting. It's not, you know, it, that entails a lot, making a play for each other. When we're doing those things with patience and purpose – with patience and purpose, um, we're pretty good. Yeah. We're pretty good. We yeah. can score some points uh, normally. But when we start getting sped up, trying to score too fast, um, trying to make the home run play, or taking some my turn shots, which we've had tendencies to do at times when we've struggled, um, then, then our offense struggles. That's Travis Ford. I want to uh, take a break now and come back and talk a little bit about Senior Day uh, because after this, you're going to be focusing on all-game stuff. But uh, it'll be a great ceremony after the game. So after we get 10,000-plus in there for the game, hopefully you'll stick around and honor the seniors on Saturday. Well, that'll be evening by the time that rolls around. We'll take a break. Back to Fieldhouse on the Coaches Show. This is the Coaches Show, of course, from Fieldhouse. Welcome back to Fieldhouse, 510 North Teresa, north side of St. Louis campus, just east of the Fox Theater. I'm Bob Ramsey. Travis Ford is here for the Coaches Show. Quick reminder, on Saturday, following the game, we will have a post-post game here at Fieldhouse all the way to 7 o'clock. Tom Ackerman will be here. I'll be on hand, and we'll see who else. Our executive producer, Brian Kunderman, 
can lasso and bring in and visit with Billiken fans. We'll have a lot of it, it, post, pre- and post-game here at Fieldhouse. It is a lot of fun. So we'll be talking Billiken basketball. That'll be immediately following the regular post-game show, the KMOX post-post-game show with Tom Ackerman and me. Well, Coach, it's, it's, uh, it's senior day, and while it's such a huge game, um, the emotions that follow after the game as you um, – will honor DeAndre Jones, Martin Linson, Javante Perkins, and Brandon Courtney. I know um, these are important, important days for you. Yeah, they are. Um, You know, uh, senior days are are always emotional and, you know, like going through your mind, you know, I know they are through theirs and even mine. And, you know, all these guys you just mentioned, we've had great memories, great experiences and, been a part of each other's lives now for some for four years, some for two years, some for three years, different years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javante still has it. You know, we still haven't figured out exactly what's next for him. He could come back uh, and uh, and different things, but we thought it would be great to go ahead and honor him. You never know Because you don't next. know. Yeah, you don't know what's next. So um, we're, we're going to do that. And, you know, all these guys. Martin Linson, is, oh his my. parents are coming in uh, from, from, from Dusseldorf. And sister and – uh, then going on to the A-10 tournament. So that's exciting. That's really exciting. DJ, I have family here. DeAndre, I have family here. Brandon, obviously, and all these guys. So, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's an emotional time. It's, it's, uh, it's always different. You know, I, I've, everywhere, you know, my other stops that I'd been, we'd always did senior night before the game. You know, you do, that's where they're done most. But they do them here afterwards, which I think is a neat tradition. So we just kind of stuck with it and, it's a little bit different, but uh, we, we will be doing it after the game. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I guess you can use the emotion, I guess the theory before the game, try and use that to go in, but can it be a distraction and focusing on the game? So I, I can see it both ways. There's, yeah, there's pluses and minuses to both. Um, it's Because when I got here, I didn't realize it, and they mentioned it to me. Like, <laughs> I don't, first, I don't know if I like that and no, you know. I guess I was just so used to doing it before, but it was always emotional before, and you've got to get over that. It changes your routine a little bit, things like that. Uh, but, uh, but, hey, you know, it, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, it's tradition to do it here after the game, and uh, we, we, we continue to do that. And uh, when you see fans and the outpouring of emotion they have for players that they've watched, whether it's a couple of years or four or five years, I know that, that that's got to ring true and be special memory for those guys. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, it's uh, all these guys have meant a lot to our program, a, a whole lot, have represented the program extremely well. I know the fans uh, are going to, you know, have appreciated the effort that they've put in. They've all done well academically at the university, and uh, it's just a great night to honor seniors. It's a great night to let them know how much uh, we appreciate them. All right, back to business before we get out of here. Give me, give me one key for VCU. You know I'm going to ask you for our pregame. <laughs> better, oh, I got a whole list. But uh, you, if give, you want me to just pick, g- we better take care of the basketball. <laughs> That's for sure. Because they'll jump it. Oh, yeah, they're leading the league in forcing turnovers, leading the league in steals, different things like that. Uh, so you better take care of the basketball and – uh, hopefully get a get a good shot. You know, I was talking to another guy around uh, around the Atlantic Ten, and I think he was kind of uh, 
you know, whistling past the graveyard a little bit when he said, well, you know, we're talking to our guys, you know, yeah, uh, uh, Yuri leads the, uh, leads the nation in assists, but he's got a lot of turnovers. And I'm going, yeah, he's just got, he's got so, the ball some in Some people hand. just love negativity. Yeah. They, they just did, dwell I, in it. I go they love it. two to one, <laughs> and it shows you that the ball is in his hand and he's in control 40 minutes start to finish. Yeah, I mean uh, – I w- again, I would love for him to be perfect, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know what more we could ask no, out of Yuri Collins. So I mean, he is uh, an absolute warrior, and uh, lucky he's on our side, and just such a such a great player, team player. Uh, you know, p- plays extremely hard. It's all about the right things, and uh, but yeah, no, but yeah, I think he still leads the country in assists. Yep. He does, and it's it uh, could be tight to the wire, but I think he's gonna he's gonna capture that, especially if we can get a few more games and play deeper <laughs> into March, and everything will be fine. Coach, thanks so much for the visit, and um, I'll see you uh, Saturday morning for our pregame talk and get ready for VCU. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you. That is Travis Ford, head coach, head coach of the Billikens. Don't forget, we'll be back with the post postgame show after the game, right here on KMOX. So for Matt Fertesky, back at our KMOX studios, for Jim Jackson here, for Brian Kunderman, who got us all going, and of course, our friends here at Fieldhouse are great hosts, and they'd love to host you any night of the week. I'm Bob Ramsey, and we'll see you on Saturday for Billiken Basketball. On the Billiken Sports Network, from Learfield, this has been the Billiken Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Life is for living. Let's partner for all of it. Learn more at edwardjones.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Billiken Sports Network.